Good morning. Are you awake? Or is this still part of that weird dream you were having? This is a huge pickle. Carson and Kennedy begins now. If you're just tuning in, here's what we know. Oh, it's a disaster. Good morning and welcome. So what are we doing today? Are you ready to be entertained? Who's doing the morning show? The morning show? The morning show. We are. We are. You guys are crazy. You guys are crazy. All the better. All the better. We wake up early so you don't have to. You know, you don't have to be crazy to work here, but it helps. Enough chit-chat. Let's get the show started. It's showtime. Everybody, yeah. Rock your body, yeah. Everybody, yeah, rock your body right. Back streets, back, all right. Oh my God, we're back again. <laughs> we didn't even time that. Good, Good morning, everybody. Welcome to School Vacation Week. For those of you still with us. For those of you with us that still have to get up and do the thing this morning, we feel you. We understand you. Uh, Carson's spending time with family this week, so you got me, you got producer Dan, and uh, surprise fill-in chef Jason Santos will be with us this morning as well. Called the heavy hitters out of the bullpen. We need all the help we can get. I, I literally just texted him last night. I'm like, I know it's kind of last minute. Just wondering. You in town? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, absolutely, I'll be there. I love that man. I do too. So we're excited to have him in here with us this morning. We'll do all the things that you enjoy. We'll do some Can't Be Kennedys. We'll talk um, trash on celebrities and some dirties on the 30s. Do you hear that Kelly Rowland story? No. I was in Florida all weekend. I was unplugged. <laughs> Good for you. I'm glad. And I... Uh, we're going to find out what you guys did for the long weekend, because your lives are infinitely more interesting than ours. Although I think this weekend we might have something to say, Dan. No, I think we did. We actually left our houses this we weekend, We did. Kennedy. A couple times. We had to bring our A game this week, so. I had to drive through the city so many times. I could be an Uber driver now. But my <laughs> sisters were so panicked, because they both live in very small towns. And they were just like, ah, 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 ah. And we all know I'm not a great driver as it stands, but... Here we are. Yeah, Boston traffic's a little different than rural I, Georgia. I got that muscle memory back real fast. <laughs> and then uh, Dan gave his first one-star review. I know. I got mixed feelings about it. And uh, I've slandered somebody on the internet, Kennedy. I, well, it's not slander if it's true, buddy. Oh, it's all true. Well, then there you have it. So I figured this might be an interesting conversation to have with <laughs> Chef because I imagine he's gotten a few reviews <laughs> that were not nice. I'm sure unwarranted because... You'll never have a bad meal or bad service at any of his restaurants. Absolutely. It's going to be weird to feel his eyes on me while I'm telling the story. (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be a good time. And um, we're going to get into the Good Vibe Tribe here in just a few moments. That's really all I have to say right now. That feels good for me. Feel good? All right. All right, let's move along. Let's get the hell out of here. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. In this world filled with serious news reports and people doing stupid things, we say every little thing is gonna be alright. Yeah. Here's another story from a member of Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe. Alrighty, so we are on the phone with Jessica, who wants to become a member of the Good Vibe Tribe. Jessica, tell us why. I would love to be part of the Good Vibe Tribe because I write Good Vibe books. <laughs> you write books? I do. Wow. Yeah, I just found you here on a Penguin Random House's website, and they say, Jessica is a lawyer by trade, a writer by choice, and a smartass by all accounts. Sounds like we're the same person, Jessica, what, with the lawyer part. But. Same person. <laughs> Tell us about the book. Yeah, so I write romantic comedies, and this second one is about a lawyer from New York who's moving to Boston um, and doing the legal scene there. But first, she's got to spend the summer with her family in Bard's Rest which is a town I made up in New Hampshire. And um, all the towns have, they're obsessed with Shakespeare and they have punny little Shakespeare names like The Taming of the Shoe, Measure for Measure Hardware, and they love Shakespeare. Um, but Portia, our main character, does not. She is like a fish out of water and hates Shakespeare. So that's part of the fun as she goes home to this town where everybody is Shakespeare obsessed and she's like the odd man out. Oh my God, it's like a Hallmark movie waiting to happen, isn't it? Oh, I would love it to be a Hallmark movie. <laughs> What's the name of the book? 
It's called The Dane of My Existence. It came out yesterday, and that's sort of a play on um, the love interest. His name is Benjamin Dane, and he's a real estate developer. And he sort of becomes the bane of her existence because he's trying to buy a primo real estate in the town. And she decides, even though she doesn't love the town, she's going to stick up for the town for her family and her friends, and they go toe-to-toe. Jessica, tell me how you got to the point of you decided you were going to write your own book, because that seems like such a process and such a monumental task. Oh, thank you. Well, I just had a kid, and I I worked full-time, so I thought, man, I have all this free time. So I should uh, <laughs> I should write a book. Uh, no, I had been writing for um, 10 years. I wrote sci-fi and fantasy. I just couldn't break into the market. And I had this idea niggling about these three sisters living in this sort of crazy Shakespeare town. And it kind of grew from there. And I always tell everybody, I'm the only person on the planet that has ever found a literary agent on Twitter. I entered a Twitter pitch contest. I found my agent, Maggie. She was uh, one of the few places out of Boston, out of Vetus Creative Management. And she picked me up and she said, I'm going to sell your book in six months. And I was like, no way. And she did. She sold my house to Penguin Random House um, in just six months. I need to get her with my sister who also writes books. Her name is also Jessica. Mm, she writes sexy books. I know. She writes sexy oh books. Oh, my God. I, I loved your segment on the audio when you were doing the audio book for her. That was hilarious. Uh, I'm doing the <laughs> second one right now. And let me tell you, I haven't gotten oh. the sexy parts, but I'm scared. Oh, that's the best part. The best part to narrate. Well, Jessica, congratulations on getting out a second book. I can't imagine writing one, much less two. So we uh, we say you are a member of the Good Vibe Tribe, and we'll put a link uh, so people can buy them if they want to up on Mix1041.com today. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear ye, Dan. Hear ye. Thank you. I'm trying to think of Shakespeare quotes, but I didn't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> if you think it sounds like Shakespeare, it probably is, Dan. Well, Jessica, you have a great day, dear. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh. We love good stories. We'd love to see it. <laughs> and if you're interested in my sister's book, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for the Good Vibe Tribe audio this morning, Dan, I brought you, I think we've had him on before. His name is Adam Kruger. He's a weather person in Houston, I think, and he sneaks lyrics into his weather report. Okay. So I give you Baby Got Back. You can see we've got some big storms at 10 o'clock. Now, personally, I like big storms, and I cannot lie, especially when the impact is pretty low, and I think that'll be the case considering the time this is coming through. Let's check out the vivid colors. Wow. I'm hooked, and I can't stop staring. Look at that. It's a really nice-looking start to our day today. From Now, it's a long way off, but it's got it going like a turbo vet as it accelerates eastward, and then they have a second storm. Uh, double up. Uh, uh, look at these rain totals. This big West Coast storm system. This thing is real thick and juicy with tons of moisture getting pumped into California. Healthy downpours. Red beans and rice didn't miss them. That's going to sit there through the day today, but they toss it and leave it, and we pull up quick to retrieve it here in Texas as storms start to blow up here Friday night. Yep. (laughs) You know, I love a little whimsy in my weather report. Just make sure the storm's actually coming when you do it. (laughs) Now, now. (laughs) We'll get to that in a moment. (laughs) If you know someone who should be celebrated in Carson and Kennedy's Good Vibe Tribe, call or text us now. 617-931-1234. Keep up the good vibes there, Boston. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. Dirty is the service of fine mass money. Uh, so let's start on a serious note. Travis and Jason Kelsey, um, ahead of their the release tomorrow of their New Heights podcast, they took a moment to be serious to address the shooting that happened, and here's what they had to say. You know, our hearts go out to all of the victims, their families, Chiefs Kingdom, and really all of Kansas City. Uh, that was really there on a day to try and celebrate the community. And um, it's unfortunate and and deeply tragic. They went on to say that one of the things that's evident is how much Kansas City is coming together. Um, they're looking for other ways to help out. Um, Travis, the Kel- uh, Travis Kelsey donated $100,000 to victims. Taylor Swift donated $100,000 to the GoFundMe page set up for the family of Lisa Lopez-Galvin, who is the woman who died at the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> They wanted to raise $75,000, and then Taylor saw that. She donated $50,000 and then made a second donation of $50,000 eight minutes later, saying, sending my deepest sympathies with condolences in the wake of your devastating loss with love, Taylor Swift. Pretty class act there. She's just a good person. Yep. Um, She gets a lot of hate because she's famous. She's the most famous person, but she 
constantly is doing things like this and not looking for press about mm-hmm. it. 100%. And now to the not-so-classy. Kelly Rowland dramatically walked out of the Today Show on Thursday morning after she thought her dressing room was not up to snuff. Uh, she was a guest on the 8 a.m. hour. Um, she was going to fill in for Jenna Bush Hager in the fourth hour of the Today with Hoda and Jenna. But she dropped out at the last minute because her dressing room was not okay. How dare they? <laughs> uh, sources say Kelly and her team were not happy. They did not like the dressing room. So they pulled her off the show, leaving uh, Hoda without a guest for the 10 a.m. hour. She was on the show to, pr- to promote her new uh, Tyler Perry-produced Netflix movie, Mia Culpa. And it left them all kind of perplexed. They said she's beloved at Today. She was getting a full hour. And Hoda is the biggest hype woman on the planet. It made no sense to not do this. So apparently they played a dramatic game of musical dressing rooms, trying to find one she'd like. But they didn't like it. She didn't like it. She didn't like it. The only other room was being occupied by Jennifer Lopez at the time. And sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Get in line. So, Jason, yeah, there's a, a hierarchy to yeah. dressing rooms, and you're not at the top. I've no. got a question for you. You've been on the Today Show, yeah? Yes. You have been in these times. dressing rooms. I have, yeah. And, and uh, have you ever stormed out because they were not up to your standards? No, well, I don't know. How much dressing are you actually doing in the dressing room? I, Unless, I was making dressing. It's different, <laughs> you know? It's different. But just be thankful. It's an amazing platform, and a ton of people watch the show, and everybody's so kind and nice there. Just sit in your little chair and be happy about it. Yeah, they showed some pictures of, like, what the Leeds dressing rooms look like and they're not big at all they're small they're cramped they've got stuff everywhere so to think that yeah I mean you're not hanging out there all day you're just I don't like my microphone I'm still here right (laughs) (laughs) how is the dressing room here at Mix for you it's beautiful (laughs) the parking lot it's paved nicely and it's beautiful out that's crazy they were going to give her a full hour to promote her thing and she left because she thought the dressing room was too small yeah I just they said that they offered her up like whatever they could you know whatever other rooms were available and that they didn't like it they also went on to say, you know, it's the oldest building. There are major space limitations. It's not glamorous. There are not fresh flowers and candles and gourmet food. It's basically It's a like in a basement if you've ever been there. It's crazy. You go down an escalator into the, like the basement. And that's like the green room. It's in Manhattan. There's, There's yeah. no space in Manhattan. It's just nuts. It's just such a bad look. The level of entitlement once you've been famous for a long time and you kind of get in this world is crazy. Look, I get it. Like you're performing and you want red M&Ms or something because they make you feel better. But imagine being a guest. You're a guest. And that's the situation you put them in. It's just it's just ridiculous to me. Yeah, like leaving high and dry. It infuriates me, actually. It's just, be nice. So Rita Ora stepped in, and she did the mm. thing. How was, uh, were you, did you work with Hoda when you were there? I did, yeah. They're, honestly, they're, they're so nice there. Everybody in the show, back of the house, back, you know, they're just amazing. And they're very thoughtful, and they're kind, and they're very happy to have you, and I was very happy to be there. And, I'm, you know, I've been there a bunch of times, and they're just sweet people, and just be thankful. That's it. I know. Like, listen, not Beyonce. Sorry, your dressing room wasn't big <laughs> enough. This voice is Chef Jason Santos, in case I did not introduce you this hour. So I just want to make sure everybody knows who's talking. Because they know. And um, one other thing to tell you about, Linkin Park posted a new teaser yesterday of a previously unheard song from the band's One More Light album that was going to go on the album but didn't make the cut. It's called Friendly Fire. It does include Chester Bennington on vocals. And here is a little sample of it. Kind of great. Just breaks my heart. I know. Many, many pieces. But so I don't know if they're going to release the whole thing this week. I don't know much more about it, but um, we'll see. And that's what I got. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's going to school, you sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't going to win. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. Can't Beat Kennedy is presented by Catches Law Group, the personal injury pros at CatchesLaw.com, where you pay nothing unless they win. Carson is out today, so I will be your fill-in host for Can't Be Kennedy. Yes. My name's Dan. I don't know if you've heard me before. <laughs> also, Chef Jason Santos is in, filling in with us. I'm here. And Kennedy, say hello to Jillian from Acton. Hi, Jillian. Hi, Kennedy. Jillian, can you please kick Kennedy out of the studio? We'll light this candle. 
Kennedy, could you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. Thank you. Five pop culture trivia questions. You get more right than Kennedy. We will give you $100 of sales money. It's one of our favorite things to do. Kennedy's record on the big board is 5,421 wins, only 401 losses. That's it? She's like, yeah, that's it. Yeah. She's pretty good. She's all right. I'm like three yeah. for 40. <laughs> Jillian, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. Question number one. Vanna White has worn a different dress on every single episode of Wheel of Fortune, and that is more than 7,000 dresses total, but she doesn't get to keep them. What is the only thing contestants have to buy on Wheel of Fortune? Vowels. Chrissy Teigen is helping her daughter sell Girl Scout cookies. She posted some pictures on Instagram of their stand set up outside of a store in Beverly Hills. What is the highest selling Girl Scout cookie? Thin Mints. Rihanna turns 36 today. Finish the lyric to this Rihanna song. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. Well, that's alright because I like the way it hurts. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. Well, that's alright. Because I like the way you lie. One more time. Uh, that's all right, because I love the way you lie. Ah, uh, you changed the word. There you go. Hey, question <laughs> number four. Billie Eilish criticized the amount of TikTok stars at the People's Choice Awards on Sunday. Apparently, she's not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of these songs is not a Billie Eilish song? What was I made for? Bad guy or deja vu? Deja vu. And question number five. Today in 1997... Ben and Jerry's introduced a new ice cream flavor called Fish Food after the rock group Fish. It's got chocolate ice cream, marshmallows, caramel, and fish-shaped fudge. It's a good one. Which celebrity love that one. is on the front of the carton of Ben and Jerry's flavor Americone Dream? Oh, um, Americone Dream. Oh, I can picture him. I know. Uh, oh, I can't remember. I think it's Jimmy Fallon. All right, let's get Kennedy back in the studio. Kennedy! So, Jillian, it says you're on your way to work. What do you do? Yes. I am an assistant office manager for a pediatric office. Okay. I don't know what your day-to-day might entail there. So, what do you do? (laughs) (laughs) I I do prior authorizations, insurance referrals, make sure the patients are happy, things like that. Everybody that has real jobs, I'm just dumbfounded. Riveting. So you don't play Nickelback records? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Kennedy. (laughs) You don't make couscous. (laughs) So Jillian, she got four out of five correct. Okay. What she does do is get correct answers and can't be Kennedy. All right, let's do it. Question number one. (laughs) Vanna White has worn a different dress on every single episode of Wheel of Fortune she's ever been on, and that is more than 7,000 dresses total. Wow. But she doesn't get to keep any of them. So, mm-hmm. What is the only thing contestants have to buy on Wheel of Fortune? Vowels. That is correct. One to one. Dignity. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen is helping her daughter sell Girl Scout cookies. She posted some pictures of their stand outside of a store in Beverly Hills. What is the highest selling Girl Scout cookie? Thin Mint. That is correct. Even though Samoas are the best. <laughs> two to two. Rihanna turns 36 today. Finish the lyric to this hit Rihanna song, Kennedy. Just gonna stand there and watch me burn. Well, that's alright because I like the way it hurts. Just gonna stand there and hear me cry. Well, that's alright because I love the way you lie. That is correct. Three to three, question number four. Billie Eilish criticized the amount of TikTok stars at the People's Choice Awards on Sunday. She thought there was too many of them. Oh. Which one of these songs is not a Billie Eilish song? What was I made for? Bad Guy or Deja Vu? Deja Vu. That is correct. That's Olivia Rodrigo. Four to four. Question number five. Today in 1997, Ben & Jerry's introduced a new ice cream flavor called Fish Food. (laughs) Which celebrity is on the front of the carton of the Ben and Jerry's flavor Americone Dream? Um, um, the guy, uh, the the guy that's the guy with the face who does the thing. The politics guy. I see his face, but I can't remember. You're dancing right around it. 
Uh-uh. I'm not going to get it. Stephen Colbert. Oh, wow. Oh, Maricone Dream sneaking uh. one of my favorites. <laughs> Congratulations, Kennedy. You sneak it out five to four. Ooh, four to four. I didn't get that right. Oh, four to four. You're correct. It's a tie. Well, tie goes to the runner. Yeah. Because we don't want to keep an extra score here. <laughs> no. <laughs> Jillian, unfortunately, I cannot give you Sal's money, but we do appreciate you. you playing. Good luck being your uh, the assistant office manager at a pediatrics place today. <laughs> I hope it goes well. Hashtag insurance referrals. Is there anything you want to say before we get out of here? Uh, my name is Jillian from Acton, and I can't beat Kennedy. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 1041. It is Carson and Kennedy. It is school vacation week, so Carson is off spending time with the fam, and we have Chef Jason Santos sitting in with us. Good morning. And Jason, this is the part of the show where we ask people what they did over the weekend, because typically, well, at least Dan and I stay home a lot. Yeah. So, um, And you're people, so you're in. Yes. And, uh, yes. So I would love to know, what did you do this weekend? I was in sunny Fort Lauderdale uh-huh. filming an episode of Bar Rescue. It's actually our 250th episode, which in TV land is unbelievable. That it's is a monumental massive. task. It's a lot. But yeah, we were at this bar, and uh, it was probably one of the craziest bars I've ever been. It was visibly clean. Uh, the people, you know, they're just a certain uh, they, it's a certain type of person that fails all the time, and <laughs> where they like to blame other people. You know, they don't take any sort of responsibility for what they're doing. So this was, you know, a father leading their kids. It was a family oh, those business. Those are my favorite with the family. Yeah, and they were just blaming everybody but themselves. It was too sunny. It was too cloudy. It was the first of the month. Nobody could afford rent. It was the end of the month. Nobody could afford rent. You know, it was just excuse after excuse. So you go down there to film these shows, and you want to help people. How long, but like, does frustration ever boil over where it's like, help me help you? Yeah, I mean, this was a tough one. We're really sincerely there to help. We renovate the whole place. We leave them in such a better place. We give them recipes and everything they need to be successful. And they just were kind of ungrateful. And it kind of bums you out when you spend, you know, 50 hours helping them. We do a ton of off-camera training, too. Mm -hmm. So it's not just for TV. We're really Mm -hmm. there to help. POS training, menu training, all that stuff. And then, you know, at the end, there was like, oh, there's a light bulb out. It's like, really? We just renovated your whole place for you. Congratulations. <laughs> and it's like, that's not a thank you, but there's a light bulb that you missed. Please let us know when this one's going to air. Yes. So it's that a, we can see. New season and starts rrr. Sunday night. Hey, yeah. Where so can we find exciting. it? <laughs> it's on Paramount Plus. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. Here we go. Are those long days for you? They're, they're long days and they're taxing and, you know, dealing with people and you're on camera, then off camera, and then on camera. It's it's pretty crazy. But honestly, I, I just, I love it so much. It's just, it's such a cool thing to see it come to fruition. We really renovate the whole entire place in 36 hours, just like you see on TV. It's I love amazing. it so much that by the end, you know, you, you can see that you've made a difference. Maybe not in everybody's yeah. lives, but you see like a bartender who yeah. loves to make drinks. I mean, they, the network says we're about 80% success rate on these. That's wow. Which is pretty large. phenomenal, you know, considering some of the people we run into. But you are not wrong. When do you sleep dude i slept a last night a little bit and then here i am but i feel great i feel great i'm like sitting the terminator up, breathing I mean. on my own well let's hear from Corey from medford because, all right because our dear Corey's friend always, uh, down for a good time what did you do this weekend my butt my friend good morning guys hey Corey. so this weekend hey dan this weekend sent the hubby and boyfriend away so i could have a quiet weekend which right. turned into dinner Dinner with a friend, and then dim sum for brunch on another day. And Speaking last of my love night, language. I went out. <laughs> what is dim sum? <laughs> oh, gotta love it's the a dim slice sum. Of heaven. Yes, it's oh, all yeah. sorts of things wrapped in carbs. It's all the best <laughs> Chinese food you've ever had on one little plate, so you get to try a ton of different yeah. stuff. Oh, I like that. Yeah, and you can't feel guilty about eating lots of it. No, <laughs> I don't feel guilty about and eating lots of anything. <laughs> oh yeah! And last night we went out for the 40th anniversary showing of Dune. Oh really? Tell yeah, us more. there's nothing quite like seeing Sting coming out of that steam shower You're in a bikini. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. You are not wrong. Gets me every <laughs> well time. Well sir. <laughs> I love when you let your nerd flag fly, Corey. <laughs> well, thank you so much oh, for sharing. Oh, trust me, it's out on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to you next week, I'm sure. <laughs> Bye, brother. All right, love. You have a good one, guys. <laughs> my weekend was all. Um, my sisters were in. T- I had two sisters in town, Taylor and Jessica, and we uh, on Friday went to. Monster Trucks. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Damn right. How uh, was Monster Trucks? It was Monster Trucky. A lot of Mountain Dew and mullets? 
There, you know, it's it's awesome. It's like families, you know, uh, with their kids. It's just it's it's hilarious. But I um, was running late because my sister was here for a convention, so we picked her up at five and then drove to Worcester. And I needed to be there by like wanted to be there by like six thirty. That was ambitious. We're driving up. I realize we're not going to get there till like quarter till, and I'm supposed to sing at ten till. And oh. so I text them and I say I'm not going to make it, and I certainly am not going to make it if I have to park in the parking garage because the line to get in the parking garage is crazy. And they said. Come around to gate 26 so i get to gate 26 they open it up i pull my car in. i'm literally parked next to grave digger and underneath the bowels of the dc stop it i run upstairs i go to the table they throw a microphone at me and say go over to this section stand there like on this balcony type thing and i was like okay so me and my sisters just start running down to the place and then i realize i can't get into the place because it's boxed off with stuff and so i don't know what to do so my sisters are going to run and try and get help and then the girl comes and they sneak me through a curtain and then I walk out there, and two seconds later, she said, and now with the anthem, Kennedy Elsie. And I just start singing and uh, get done. And my sisters walk out, and they're like, did that just happen, or was that a fever dream? Because that was wild. They should have picked you up in Bigfoot and just drove you. <laughs> it was literally like I was Taylor Swift coming to a Chiefs game. They just escorted me all the way up. You got up. a monster truck escort. It was a wild time. And Through then, the mob closet. Yep. So did you have no time to do like warm-ups or anything? You were just out of breath running up the stairs right into, full, oh, say, full, can you Full anxiety see? attack. Yes, it was It was a moment. Uh, but it was... But it it was good. And then Saturday we went to a Bruins game, which was awesome. Um, they got the W? They, they did not. Uh-huh. I walked in and they scored two goals in great quick succession. And I was like, oh, awesome. I'm a good luck charm. And then they lost. Mm. So, well, they serve beer there. It's fine. Sorry yeah. about that. But it was They're a great out of Mountain Dew. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great time to see my sisters. It really was lovely. So um, we'd love to know what you guys did. 617-931-1234. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 1041. It is Carson and Kennedy. Carson taking the week off to spend time with family. We have Chef Jason Santos in here with us. And we're just finding out what you guys did this weekend. So um, we'd like to talk now to Evan from Rentham. I hear you saw someone we know. Hi. I did. I was hanging out with Aaron. You were in Cancun? I was in Cancun at the Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds show. And there was good old Aaron O'Malley. So help me understand, is this an event that's just for Dave Matthews fans? You guys all come together and he plays you a special concert? Is that what happens? No, it's just a destination trip that's organized by one of the concert promoters. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, 5,000 or so people on the beach in Cancun. You can't beat it. Evan, how many times have you seen Dave Matthews perform live? 31, I think. Yeah, Aaron, the numbers never like twice when it's a Dave no. Matthews. Is there a goal like thirty-five, <laughs> and then we just uh, go on a high? Even? Yeah. Oh no, just as many as humanly possible. It's got to be like a punch card. We get a one show free if you've seen. It's like, it. Oh, I've never heard this song before. Erin <laughs> was telling us Evan well, before she left that um, she had two suitcases she was packing, and one of them was just for decorations for her balcony, which apparently her balcony decorations were phenomenal, which made it into the final four, I guess. And they picked one, and you got front. She seats. did. She, well, drunk, yeah, you got you go front row standing. And you start dressing it up. That's safe. <laughs> I love Welcome that to she, Cancun. She went all the way to Mexico and ran into a Mix 1041 listener. It's fantastic. Yeah, you know, we were standing there, and I looked him back, and I, I knew it was her. And she came up to hand me something to try to throw on stage. And uh, and I just said, are you Aaron? Ah! And yeah, that was it. I love Isn't it. Isn't she just, just the know. loveliest person of all time? She is. She is. We had a lot of fun. And I got to meet her sister, too, who I know is even a bigger Dave Matthews fan than she is. Yes. What's it like when you get that many Dave Matthews fans together? What's the atmosphere? Feel like it's got to be it's very just relaxed. Magical. Honestly, everybody's super stoked. Oh, it is. Yeah, it with a hint like of weed, yeah. it smells why. a lot like weed. Well, <laughs> not nobody remembers. I'll tell you, not as not as bad as some of the concerts here in the U.S. To be honest, Facts. it's a uh, you know it's a lot harder to get. I would expect in Mexico, Let's but see. no, everybody's very chill. It's an all inclusive, so you can't beat the experience, and everybody's there for Dave. So. Well, the music, the the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you had fun, and I'm so glad you got to meet our Erin. Yes, she's the best. All right, have a good one. Thanks, guys. How long Bye. until concert number 32? Uh, it's in July in Mansfield. I knew you'd have one already done. set up. Well, Dan, oh. speaking of sunshine, I know that you were uh, in the Sunshine State. Please do tell, how was your trip to see the rents? Yeah, I spent the long weekend in Florida to visit my parents, 
I brought my new girlfriend down. Mm-hmm. So oh. it was our first, it was her first time meeting my family. Mm-hmm. How'd that go? It went okay, man. I think it went pretty good. I was... I wasn't too nervous about it, but uh, she had a little bit of nerves because it's you know it's a big deal flying to another state to meet somebody's parents. We've only been dating like three and a half, four months. It was pretty quick. Yep. But it was good, man. They they bonded. They had some vodka drinks Saturday night. We went out for dinner. <laughs> we had a great time. We went on a swamp boat tour. So we went like out. Like those boats with the big propeller and we, in the we, back? We were on an airboat, you know, with the earmuffs and all. Did you see some gators? So many gators. <laughs> Our captain was named Captain Dave, and he was missing a thumb from a gator. Of he was. Which, like Chubbs in Happy Gilmore, <laughs> gator got my hand. He was he was missing a thumb, which is if the only time if you want an airboat tour with alligators, you want your captain to be missing a thumb from gator. Well, yeah. 100%. Can't get more authentic. Makes it more real. <laughs> I was like, how'd you lose that? He was like, I was wrangling them for clients. It was cosmetic. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I was wrangling them for clients. He's like, yeah, we used to put on a show back in the day. I don't do that stuff no more. Oh, my God. <laughs> but it was awesome. You know, I thought we were going to get rained out because the forecast was pouring rain the whole time we were there. But it held off. We got a, a full nice day. It was 75 Good. and sunny. Spent some time on the water. And then I came back here where the air hurt my face. <laughs> and you made it back on the plane back together. Yeah, in one piece. I think that's the we're hardest. still we're still dating. That's the hardest part. It's not the getting there. It's the coming back, because you and know, smelling like swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. End scene. <laughs> Carson and Kennedy on Mix One Zero Four One. You can't beat Kennedy. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's gonna school you, sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man, you can't beat her. You ain't gonna win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. Stop. Game time. All right, Kennedy, say what's up to Melissa from Holbrook. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. So, Melissa, I hear you and your daughter are on the way to a soccer tournament in Connecticut. No, Bridgewater. Bridgewater, okay. Bridgewater. I'm somebody at Bridgeport in my head. (laughs) What's your daughter's name? Her name's Emma. Hi, Emma. Hi. What position does Emma play? Um, she's a defender. Okay. Yeah, defense. I don't really know. I'm a I'm a baseball mom by trade. So I don't really know. I'm just gonna cheer if the ball goes in the net. I'm just going where they tell me to. Exactly. <laughs> Melissa, can you kick Kennedy out of the studio? <laughs> Go sports! Yes. Yeah, exactly. Kennedy, could you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. You too, hon. Five pop culture trivia questions. If you get more right than Kennedy, we're going to give you 100 bucks. Her record on the big border is 5,422 wins, only 401 losses. How are you with pop culture, Melissa? Iffy, but we're going to do our best. We're about to find out. Question number one. Josh Brolin hinted that he might be in Deadpool and Wolverine, the upcoming movie. He became famous as a kid for starring in which 1985 movie about a group of misfits trying to find One-Eyed Willie's treasure? The Goonies. One more time. The Goonies. Question number two. Selena Gomez posted pictures of her in Paris and announced her new single called Love On that drops Thursday. She stars in a TV show that won a People's Choice Award on Sunday night. What's the name of the show? Only murders in the building. And question number three. Usher says he doesn't regret getting close with Alicia Keys during the Super Bowl halftime show. What is the name of the song that they sing together? Oh, God. Um, Did you catch the halftime show? Uh, Not really. All right, then. Question number four. Miles Teller turns 37 today. What was his character's call sign in Top Gun Maverick? And question number five. Olivia Rodrigo will have a special cookie available at Crumble Cookies. And there'll be locations on the stops of her upcoming tour. What is the name of her latest album and tour called? Oh, okay. Uh, Fire. What is it? You're breaking up on me, would you say? And vampire? Vampire. All right, let's get Kennedy back in the studio, please. Kennedy! Kennedy! What is the name of Emma's soccer team called? Welcome back, Kennedy. Hi. 
How'd we do? So Melissa from Holbrook, she got two out of five All correct. All right. Well done. The deuce. Are you ready to do this thing? Let's go. Josh Brolin hinted that he might be in Deadpool and Wolverine in the upcoming movie. He became famous as a kid for starring in which 1985 film about a group of misfits trying to find One-Eyed Willie's treasure? The Goonies. And what do Goonies never say? Die? Never say die. Goonies never say die. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Gomez posted pictures of her in Paris and announced her new single called Love On, and it drops on Thursday. She stars in a TV show that won a People's Choice Award on Sunday night. What's the name of the show? Only Murders in the Building. Yes, I gotta see that. I haven't <gasps> seen it yet. Dan, it's so good. You have three whole seasons. Mm. Mm-hmm. I love Steve Martin, so I gotta check that mm-hmm. out. Questions two to two. Question number three. Usher says he doesn't regret getting up close with Alicia Keys during her Super Bowl halftime performance. What is the name of the song they sing together? My Boo? Uh, oh. <laughs> You're good. Three to two. Question number four. Miles Teller turns 37 today. What was his character's call sign in Top Gun Maverick? Rooster? Yes, that I have seen. That wow. movie is so good. <clears throat> four to two for Kennedy. Question number five. Olivia Rodrigo will have a special cookie available at Crumble Cookie locations on stops of her upcoming tour. There's one of those in Saugus. They're so good. I've never had it. Ooh. Oh, pretty good. What is the name of her latest album and tour? Sour, what was the first one? Mm, Sour? Guts. Guts. Dang it. Four to two. Kennedy, you still get the dub. All right. Melissa, we appreciate you calling in and playing on your way to Bridgeport. Nope, Bridgewater still. <laughs> for the hockey tournament. Yeah. <laughs> Heard you guys are playing cricket down there today. <laughs> Hope it goes well. <laughs> Melissa. Yeah, go for it. Melissa, go sports. is there anything you want to say to Kennedy before I get something else wrong? That's fine. My name is Melissa. I'm from Holbrook, and I can't beat Kennedy, but I still love listening to you guys every day. Oh, we, we love, love you. you back. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back. So here we go. On Mix 104.1. It is Carson and Kennedy's school vacation week, so Carson is off with the fam this week. We have Chef Jason Santos sitting in with us this week, which we're so excited about. Thank you again. I'm excited. And I'm excited to hear this story, because Dan spent the weekend in Florida visiting the fam with his new lady. I brought my new girlfriend down to visit my parents in sunny southwest Florida. And just to show all of them the kind of man you are, you left a one-star review on the Yelp. I did my first one ever. I don't leave reviews. Like, this is the first review I've ever left. Actually, no, I've left two before, but they were both very positive for, like, if I was on vacation and a tour guide did a really good job, I want the company to know the tour guide did a great job. This is the first negative review I've ever left in my life. Yeah. And I was livid. What happened? So, I know it's weird with Jason Santos' eyeballing me right now. He's like, it wasn't at a restaurant, was it? (laughs) Was it? (laughs) It actually wasn't at a restaurant. It was at an escape room. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't escape. This is not possible. (laughs) I couldn't get out quick enough. It's your fault. Yeah, I left a one-star review while I was locked in there. (laughs) You're still in there. (laughs) So, what happened was, Saturday was beautiful. We went out. We did a bunch of outdoor activities. But Sunday was a wash. It got rained out. And now we're kind of scrambling, thinking, what can we do? It's our last full day down there in the pouring rain. Let's think of something fun to do indoors. Mm -hmm. So I look up online about all the escape rooms in the area. I go to like five different ones. They're all booked out because it's last minute. It's snowbird season, school vacation. Everybody's down there. They're all booked out. And then I find one that has a lot of openings. And that should have been my first clue. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, this one's free. Let's jump in. Let's get it quick. So I book us for a 3 p.m. reservation. It's probably around noon when I do this. And then, so they call us at like 1.15. After we had booked, we've been sitting, we're watching TV, waiting to go at 3. They call us at 1.15. And he says, yeah, I'm sorry. Somebody else booked the same time as you. And I can't get them on the phone. Is there any way you could switch it to 2? And I was like, you know what? It's not a big deal. I'll try to accommodate because the other person wouldn't answer their phone and they got us. And I was like, all right, we'll move it to two. It's already one fifteen, and the place is a half an hour drive. Mm-hmm. So we got to hustle. Mm-hmm. So we get dressed. We get ready. We hop in the car. We start driving to get there by two. It's probably one forty-five at this point. We've been driving for 20 minutes already on the road. And he calls us again. We're 10 minutes out. And he goes, someone also booked the two o'clock reservation. I'm so sorry. Can you move? Can we move you again to 4 p.m.? And I said, sir, you already moved us once. 
And I just ran, ran, hustled to get in the car, and I've been driving for 20 minutes to get to you because we spoke last time and you already moved me. And he said, yeah, somebody else booked it. I can't put you in. Can you do four? And I was like, no, I'm not driving all the way home and then coming back at four to do this escape room. That's that's ridiculous. And I was like, can we just come and do it? And he said, no, I can't fit you in. And I was like, so the person that's answering the phone and trying to accommodate you is the one that gets punished. I should have just not answered and showed up. And then I would have got to go and do what I paid for. So obviously I re- I refunded the money and we we turn around on the highway and start heading back home. And I am just, you know when you can feel someone. Are you in the back seat with Twitter fingers? I'm driving. Damn. Oh, and my, my recklessly, girl, too. My, oh, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm getting worked up again thinking about it. My <laughs> girlfriend, who has, we've only been dating a couple months. And she's about to see it. And I'm a non-confrontational man for the most part. I do a lot of work on myself. I've been really working on myself. And I'm easygoing right up until I'm not. <laughs> and then there's no ramp up, and I'm j- I just go. So did you pull over to the side of the road to do your Yelp review? No. Or did you no. give it to your lady friend and say, I'm dictating, let's go? I just hang up the phone on this guy before I say all kinds of terrible things, and she can just feel the yes. heat radiating off of me at this point. You know when you're gripping the steering wheel where you're going to leave indents in it? Yes. So I turn around, I drive home, and I'm muttering under my breath to myself the whole time. I don't even think I'm talking to her. And the first thing I do, I go, I'm going to leave a review online. Like, I'm going to somehow ruin this guy. I'm going to get him. All right. What did it say? It said, let me see. Let's see if I can pull it up. I ruined their five-star rating, by the way. I feel great about it. (laughs) (laughs) It said, had a terrible experience with this company. We booked a 3 p.m. escape room in the dark night room. They called us at 115 and said somebody else had booked the room at the same time because they could not get the other party on the phone. They asked us to move our reservation. We accommodated, even though it was a full half-hour drive and only 45 minutes notice. When we are 10 minutes away, they called us again, again as in all caps, so it wasn't terrible at the beginning, I forgot that part, (laughs) and said 2 p.m. was no longer available either, could we do four? We responded by saying we had already been moved and had been driving 20 minutes to get there and were met only with an I'm sorry about the scheduling. Everyone can have an off day, but it was really unprofessional and a waste of an afternoon on vacation dealing with this company. That was almost poetic. I have a way with words, Jesus. (laughs) And they responded within an hour. Saying what? They said multiple bookings came in at the same time. I offered a board game for the inconvenience. Did they? They did. They're like, if you come in, we'll give you a board game. And I was like, Monopoly isn't going to save my vacation. So there was not a sorry in there from that person? No. So I feel like I felt bad about leaving the negative review because I don't know what if this is like someone's... That's a small business or whatever. And then they responded so flippantly. And I was like, good. I'm glad I left it. I ruined their five-star <laughs> I'll show rating. you. I was so mad. I put it on their Google review and their TripAdvisor. Oh, Dan. Boom. My goodness. <laughs> well, Jason, I'd like to know if you've ever gotten a one-star review. I have. And, wait, wait. I need you to hang on to it. Can, we, right. can we come back after we can. the break this and you'll tell one. us the story? Okay. Can I ask you guys one thing before we go? Yeah. Do you feel I was in the wrong for that review? Absolutely not. Okay. No. No. I feel better then. No. You are you are validated. All right. Thank All you. All right. And we'll be back with Jason being validated. Don't go to Southwest Florida <laughs> escape rooms if you're there. <laughs> Even if you want a free board game. All right. Now. All right. I'll leave. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 1041. The Carson and Kennedy Show is back on Mix 1041. It is Carson and Kennedy School Vacation Week, so Carson is off with the fam. We have Chef Jason Santos in with us, and Dan just told us a story about how he left a one-star review for an escape room. My first one-star review ever. And uh, just the mere mention of a one-star, uh, you could feel that you could feel the heat coming. He off was staring Jason. at me very intently. So That's Jason, sternly worded review. <laughs> as someone who is a, a business owner, who I'm sure from time to time get something undeserved, yes. of course. Of course. Please tell me the story of your one-star review. I mean, we've had a few, unfortunately, in different restaurants. I, I think to date, my favorite one was five years ago um, when someone left, the, left us a one-star review because they could not get a reservation. Like, they just tried to make a reservation. We were booked, so we got a one-star review over it. Second one, <laughs> second favorite one, I'll this never forget it. too busy. I'll never forget it. They came in, wrote this review about how they had the lamb and it was inedible. And the, we didn't have lamb on the menu. <laughs> you know, so it's really funny. But, you know, unfortunately, here and there we'll get one. We had a fire alarm go off in Watertown last week, and someone left us a one star review because the alarm went off. But it's in the whole building, it has nothing to do with us. And, that, yeah, stuff you know, that's it's, out it's, of your it stinks, and it's, uh, you know, it's their their perception, and I respect that. But, you know, it's You out respect of our someone hands. who gave you a one star review because of no, fire alarm? No, I'm just went trying off? to be Would sweet. Would they rather here? have burned yeah. in the building? Yeah, I'd just throw them out politely. No, but, you know, I mean, I get it. I get it happening.
happened. It makes your meal miserable. You have an alarm going off, but there's nothing we could do. It certainly wasn't our fault. But nonetheless, at the end of the day, it is our fault. It's our restaurant. And it's tough, you know? It's tough It's tough when they're right, and it's really tough when they're wrong. Yeah, how know? do you toe the line between... Like, sure, some people might have a very just gripe, and then there's people that just want a free meal. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I read the reviews all the time, and when it's these sort of nitpicky one-offs, I don't take it to heart but you know i do look for consistencies if someone says oh the music's too loud and i hear i read it twice maybe the music's too loud you know mm-hmm. so i definitely read it for feedback but a lot of times you can tell people basically will ask at the end like what are they doing for us you know or some people will send me an email and then basically ask for a gift card you know and it's yeah. like well, if we're so bad why do you want to come back <laughs> you know so it, it's tough but it's it's just managing it and doing our best and sifting through all the reviews and just trying to be better from it do good or bad do you respond I, I don't. I don't engage. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's an email directly to me, I 100% will. But like the Yelp and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like Yelp, it's 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 tough to read sometimes. Yelp, I, I you know sort of take it with a grain of salt at some point. But mm-hmm. Open Table, where like paying customers make yes. reviews, I read those. Uh, Yelp, anybody can leave a review, even if you've never been. So. I only read three star reviews on Yelp because I feel they're the most honest. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like so you throw out the fives and the ones because I feel for the most the part. For the most part, you only leave a review if you really have right. stellar it's service, two extremes, yeah. or it really sucks. Right. Yeah. So I I believe the threes and the fours. Yeah, I also, agree. I feel I like agree. there's a certain type of person who leaves like a lot of online reviews, like the person who reviews everywhere they go. Yeah. Like that's a certain personality type. Some people make a lot of money doing that. Dan. That's right. <laughs> Kennedy, if you ever... started Dan officially, you're in your one star. You're on your way. On I know. Way. I'm only going to leave terrible <laughs> reviews. I have I have left reviews for my nail salon, and I have left reviews for uh, the house cleaning service that I have because both are stellar. I can't see you ever leaving a negative review though. No, I wouldn't. I even if the service was even I I I couldn't not leave twenty percent. Yeah. No matter what. Same. I'm the same. Everybody has bad days. I've never I think been if it's so bad, so you just don't go back. Yep, and if it's so it. good, you want to really show them. I mean, I want to be appreciative of their business. And, you know, it really does help. So. Like I try and like if somebody really stands out to try and send an email. Of to course. Yeah. Or whatever. Cause yeah. I, just think- I love when they call out like leave reviews and call out the server's name. I yes. love that. It makes me really happy. Yes. Right. Yes. All right. Well, do you feel better about your one star now? Yeah, I'm so mad at that guy. <laughs> Let's call him. Get him on the phone. On. Let's go. I'll pull up the number right now. <laughs> Everybody, call this number. Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1. You can't beat Kennedy. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. Don't even try, homeboy. You can't beat her. She's going to school, you sucker. You can't beat Kennedy. You can try, but man. You can't beat her. You ain't going to win, man. You're going down. You think you can, but you can't. Oh, no. Game time. Kennedy, we got Jenny in. Hi, Jenny. But she is not from the block. She is from Londonderry. <laughs> Hello. Good morning. How are you guys? Good, good. Doing very well. Jenny, could you please kick Kennedy out of the studio? Kennedy, can you please leave the studio? Sure thing. Good luck. Thank you. Five pop culture trivia questions. You get more right than our girl Kennedy. We give you $100 money dollars. But that's real hard to do. Her record is 5,423 wins, only 401 losses. Are you ready, Jenny? I'm going to do my best. Let's go. I believe in you. We need that's a W you here. Bad. <laughs> Have you ever seen her lose when you've been in? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah, it's, not it's, a, yet. it's like seeing Haley's comment. I'm it's like rare. waiting for it. Please come through for us. <laughs> All right, Jenny, question one. Michael Keaton and Tim Burton agreed to do a Beetlejuice sequel under the condition that it had to feel handmade. Michael says making the movie was enormous fun because of its practical effects where there are actually like people controlling puppets instead of just standing behind a green screen. How do you summon Beetlejuice in the movies? Say his name three times. Question two. Brian Luttrell turns 49 today. He is a member of which boy band with Howie, AJ, Nick, and Kevin? Backstreet Boys. Charlie Brown's friend Franklin is getting his own backstory on a new special that's streaming on Apple TV. What is the name of Charlie Brown's friend who always carries the blanket? Oh, um. Oh, Do you want to phone a chef? Uh, um, we can ask a friend. Linus? Oh, you got it. Boom. <laughs> question number four Post Malone curated the soundtrack for WWE 2K24 and said, This has been a total blast. 
His most recent album is just titled after his first name. What is Post Malone's first name? My sister is going to kill me if I don't get this. She loves him. Uh, the tub. Richard, no. Um, Adam. Uh, Richard Malone. Um, uh, I know it's like Richard. Uh, Austin? Austin? Austin. Adam. Austin. I'm going with Austin. Final answer? Yeah. We're locking it in. All right. Okay. Question number five. When Billy Joel wrote the music for his hit song, Honesty, his drummer suggested they call it Sodomy, and they actually recorded it that way, but decided against using it, which is probably the smartest thing they ever did. Which Billy Joel song has the lyrics, Friday night, I crashed your party. Saturday, I said, I'm sorry. Sunday came and trashed me out again. You may be right. All right, let's get Kennedy back in the studio. Oh, let me turn her up. Kennedy! Kennedy! There it is. Alrighty then. Welcome back, Kennedy. Let's go. So, Jason was just saying he had never seen you lose in all the times he's been in here. Oh, really? Not once. Never happens. Dun, dun, dun. Hate your luck. You know, that's foreshadowing. <laughs> Jenny got five out of five. Oh, tonight. all right. I see. I see. Wow. So, Kennedy, I'm not going to tell you what you got right or wrong because the guy that usually sits here tells me it adds to the suspense. That's, that's what I hear. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Michael Keaton and Tim Burton agreed to do a Beetlejuice sequel under the conditions that it had to feel handmade. How do you summon Beetlejuice? You say his name three times. Brian Luttrell turns 49 today. He is a member of which boy band with Howie, AJ, Nick, and Kevin? Backstreet Boys. Charlie Brown's friend Franklin is getting his own backstory on a new special streaming on Apple TV. What is the name of Charlie Brown's friend who always carries the blanket? Linus. Post Malone curated the soundtrack for WWE 2K24 and said it was a total blast. His most recent album is just titled after his first name. What is Post Malone's first name? Austin. You sure? No. That's what I'm going with. (laughs) At question number five. Which Jenny got right. I'm not sure if you know that already. <laughs> when Billy Joel wrote the music for his hit song "Honesty," his drummer suggested they call it "Sodomy." That's the funniest story. Ever and they, they actually recorded it that way, but decided against it, which is probably for the best. Which Billy Joel song has these opening lyrics? Friday night I crashed your party. Saturday I said I'm sorry. Sunday came and trashed me out again. You may be right. All right, let's go through this, huh? You said say his name three times. That is correct. The Backstreet Boys. Brian Luttrell is in the Backstreet Boys. Linus is Charlie Brown's friend who carries the blanket. Austin is Post Malone's first name. And you said you may be right. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? 50-50. You may be right. It's the right 50. You may be right oh. indeed. Jenny. So close. Cute. <laughs> Jenny, try harder next time. Uh. <laughs> if you could get six out of five, that's the only way you're going to win. <laughs> well, Jenny, we appreciate you calling in and playing. That yes. was a hell of a game. You did wonderful. And unfortunately, you do not get the win. But because you got five right and it's not our money, mm-hmm. it sells, mm-hmm. we're going to give you 100 bucks. Yay. Boom. Oh, yay. Yeah, a little crispy Ben Franklin to start your day. It's not bad. Yeah, I like it. Jenny, is there anything you want to say to Kennedy before we get out of here? Kennedy, I cannot beat you, but I tied you. I'll come back and get the win. One of these days, Jason. One of these days. (laughs) Carson and Kennedy on Mix 104.1.